Welcome to Career Tools. This week, finding a job in your own backyard. Here we go. Folks, before we start, our 2014 conference schedule is up on the website. We have over 100 conferences if you combine all the effective manager and effective communication conferences. We're trying to go to more places and go more often because of the demand. Please come to the website and check it out. Thanks. So we're going to talk about getting a job near where you live, which people ask us about all the time as if it's somehow harder, right? Yeah. And it's everybody's ideal to have no commute. And apparently it's good for you psychologically to have no commute. But um, people feel like there aren't any jobs near where they live. Right. And, and it's more of a you're not seeing it because you drive past them every day and you just don't see what you drive past every day because none of us do, um, then there not being any jobs. Yeah, I, I think it's actually something else as well. I think that people think of careers and professional opportunities as happening somewhere else uh, unless they live in downtown Manhattan or downtown you know, Mayfair or something like that or Covent Garden or or you know, the, the central business district of Sydney, where I just was, it's as if they forget. It's not only that they don't see it, which you and I have talked about before, but they, they, don't, they don't recognize that probably within five miles of their house, there's a company that probably doesn't sell to consumers. It's probably a B2B company that doesn't advertise, might be smaller, or might be a division of a division of a larger company, where there are all kinds of opportunities. So the transition process is, is tough. People don't see it. So, so what are we going to? How are we going to tell them to? How are we going to help? Well, we're going to start with network mm. because <laughs> how many? Because <laughs> it's the most important thing. Yeah, exactly. How many times have we said that? The second thing is go look. The third thing is use the yellow pages or whatever the equivalent is in your country of of a commercial phone book. And uh, the final thing is use your local paper. The network thing we could talk about all day long. Um, you and I both agree it's probably the the single most important career tools cast building your network. Um, you know there are people who w- will never get it, never, right? Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I, I, when I was writing this, I was thinking about that the credit card ads that say you know, um, but it, it, we go resume four hundred dollars, thank you cards twenty dollars, network priceless. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that you can, how you have to take time, you have to take energy, you have to take risks and talk to people and ask people for things and give things to people without knowing that you're going to get something back. And you're right, there's. I don't know, fifteen percent, ten percent of the world who won't ever do that. Right. But the people that are doing it and doing it well are strides ahead of everybody else. Yeah. In my mind, I think that a lot of folks um, understand it intellectually, but simply won't do it. They just they're uncomfortable interacting with other people. It's it's not my natural way. You know. Oh, it's easy for him. He's outgoing. And I just got to tell you, if you and I are neighbors and you talk to me that way about your network, I don't want to hire you if I'm a CEO because I'm thinking, well, clearly this person will only be good at work at the things that they're willing to do or that they feel comfortable at. They're not willing to try new things. And what I know about the last 30 years as a professional is jobs are always changing. And if something new comes along that you decide you don't like, but it's important to your job, then you, you've put me in a tough spot because you're saying, I don't want to do something that, that, that I'm not comfortable with. 
Um, you know, we're not paid to be comfortable. Our careers are not based on our comfort. Our careers are based on how effective we are, and sometimes that means doing stuff we don't want to do. Okay, so one of the things that you and I have talked about before is not just confining your search um, to business contacts, in part because in your neighborhood, within a mile of you, for many people, if they live in the suburbs, as an example, they don't think of those people as being business contacts because they're external to the firm, and the people I know through the firm are my business contacts. But we've got to open up our network to include everybody. Yeah, because all those people go to work somewhere, and who knows where, right? And and a lot of you know, oh, Joe's, my son's friend Joe, his dad goes to work, and I know he picks Joe up three days a week. And that's all you know. He goes to work, and 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 you know his son's friend is available for play dates three days a week but you don't know where he goes to work and you don't know that where he goes to work might be somewhere you might might want to work you you kind of compartmentalize people as someone i know at church or someone i know as a friend of my my son's school or someone i know from um i see i see them in the coffee shop occasionally whatever but you don't think all those people have jobs in places you might want to work or friends who have jobs or church whatever. is a good example only because um i had a friend who uh, was looking for a job and he talked to me and i said you need to start telling people you're looking he says well i don't want people to think that i don't have a job. I said, we know you have a job. You just want to change jobs. It's normal. It's totally normal. And he says, well, how do I do that? I said, well, you go up to people and say, hey, look, you know, I want you to know I'm looking for another job. I'm, I'm thinking about it. The career paths of my company have changed and I could stay there for a while and the career paths don't appeal to me anymore. I'm looking for something else. So we had a conversation. He mentioned it to a couple of people, but basically petered out. And I told him, I said, dude, I, you know, look, I, I'm not going to hire you. What he, his skill was wasn't right for me. I said, but but I told you, I just told you the most important thing you're going to know in your search, and you're basically blowing me off. So clearly, if if you're going to take the most important guidance I have, which is you need to start telling people and talking to people and understanding what they do and comparing that to what you want, if you're not willing to do that, and it's the most important thing I know for you right now, you don't need to talk to me anymore because everything else I'm going to tell you is less valuable. Trust me, this yeah. is what I know. And I, I, I talk to people about searches all the time. Anyway, he ended up saying to me one day, he says, well, look, I... I I'm really open to almost anything um, and giving me a sense that things at work were tough for him. And I said, well, talk to this guy. He, he works for the church. It was, it was not our church. It was this fairly large church. He says, oh, I couldn't, couldn't work for a church. And I, I, and I said, well, okay, I, you know, fine. I said, you do know they have a regional office there for the church for what's called a synod, which is a group of churches. I don't really understand the structure. And he said, no, really? I said, yeah, that's what part of the reason why the church is so big. They employ like 400 people at this location. It's like a regional processing or a, a service center. They have employees, they have a lot of employees there that aren't just in the local church business. And he said, oh, right? <laughs> um, and he didn't really do anything. And then about three weeks later, we're at a little league game. Um, this is in Houston, by the way. And he says, um, I said, well, look, there's a guy. Go over and talk to him. He works for the church thing. He's like, oh, okay. So he goes and talks to him. I didn't see him at the end of the game. Took the kids home, whatever. And, and like three weeks later, I, I said, hey, how's it going? He says, yeah, I, I got a job. I said, great. What are you doing? He says, oh, well, it's not that great. I'm working for the church. I'm like, you took the job. 
He says, yeah, but then there's the issue, you know, I don't know what people will think and so on. I'm like, well, if you knew that and you took it, why wouldn't you be happy? You, it's, surely it's better where you were. And in his mind, the issue was he didn't feel like he had conducted a job search. And it bothered me. I, I couldn't believe I'm like, you left your job. You went to somewhere better. The, I mean, I assume every time somebody leaves a job and goes some, somewhere different, I assume by definition it's better. Yeah. Right? It may not have everything you want. And then he did say, well, you know, I was really hoping to get a job like this in this location like that. I said, but you told me you wanted to be closer to home. And there are no jobs like that closer to home than I'm aware of. You know, he wanted to work for a big law firm in a financial role. And, and in the suburbs, there were no big law firms. Um, he says, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, wow. I, I mean, literally, he had talked himself out of almost every opportunity, in part because of scotomas, blind spots, and in part because, well, I don't want to do that, I don't want to do that, I don't want to do that. And it occurred to me, that was when, and this was, gosh, this was almost 30 years ago, I said to myself, it is amazing what people will talk themselves out of. And I really believe that the look in your own backyard is something that people will talk themselves out of. They just will. Um, they, they have one thing in mind, and if, if what you're talking about, the, the, the skill you're asking them to engage in, the task you're asking them to do, the, the, the job you're asking them to consider, the change in their career path that, that it might require them doing something different than what they had in mind, unless it's the one true thing, they won't consider it. And the problem with that, guys, is if you don't like your present job, comparing it to the one true thing, for some of you being CEO, for others of you having a job where you really get to work with statistics, for instance, you're gonna be miserable in your search. And the whole idea of this cast is, if in fact being closer to home is important or valuable, and seems reasonable to me, if, that, if that's mm -hmm. important to you, good for you. Um, there will be people who will absolutely envy you that you can pick up your son or your daughter at school four or five days a week because you only work two miles away, or your commute is you know, a bike um, or two minutes walk. If that's important to you, great. But I, I, I think that this is just a big scotoma, a blind spot. I'm sorry, I'm ranting. I just, I find this really frustrating. frustrating. And, yeah, and people, and people literally think of business contacts and personal contacts. And those personal contacts all have business networks and personal networks as well. So give me some examples of what you would suggest. I just suggested some, but, but in the form of a story. Folks, people can ask that that don't immediately jump out as being business network opportunities. Okay, so there's if you've got children, all those children have parents, and with blended families, several of the most children have multiple parents, which is even more useful for you. Um, people at your church, you could ask your pastor to facilitate a business network group. If yep. you thought there was, you know, multiple people who could benefit. There's people at the gym, there's Toastmasters, there's the professional groups you go to, there's the sports groups you go to, there's people you see regularly at the coffee shop or in the supermarket. And and you don't want to um, suddenly walk up to a random person that you've only ever smiled at in the supermarket and say, hey, I'm looking for a job, what do you know? You have to kind of start early and develop a relationship with that person like so you go from smiling at them to saying hey to saying i see you here every week to saying my name's bob to 
to developing, you know, a relationship over the weeks, and then you can say, hey, I'm, I'm you know, and when they say what's going on with you, you can say, hey, I'm looking for a new job, you know, I'm looking for this and this. If you hear anything, let me know. Keep it casual, and nobody will feel any pressure, but if you've developed a good relationship, then they'll feel willing to help you. I've been telling people for years, what I say is that when you start looking for a job, you change the answer to what you do. When people ask you, what do you do? From, I'm, I'm a lawyer with a big um, construction firm, a uh, building firm downtown, to I'm a lawyer at a construction firm downtown, and actually, I'm looking for something new. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm amazed that people won't do that. They say, well, I feel like I'm throwing my employer under the bus. What? No, you're not. I mean, you, you have something good. You're staying where you are. It's something good. You just want to do something different. I mean, and, and it may be me, and, and this is, I'm unaware of how other people emotionally respond to that. But when people say that to me, I don't assume that something's wrong. I assume that they want to go in a different direction or there's all kinds of reasons. I don't assume anything because I don't know. Now, if somebody says to me, I just got fired, okay, I assume something bad happened. Okay, I do. But if somebody says, I'm a lawyer in a large construction firm downtown, and actually I'm looking for a new job, my first thought, and again, maybe it's just me, is, okay, what do you want to do and where do you want to work? Where do you want to do? That was exactly my first thought. Like, what can I do to help? What do you want to do and where do you want to do it? And, and I immediately start thinking, if, if we were at the gym, which I've never spoken to anyone at a gym ever, um, even though I've been 10,000 times, I walk in, I do what I do, and I walk out. And there are people in Fredericksburg, Texas, who couldn't imagine that there are six-figure jobs in Fredericksburg, Texas, but there are. And, you know, if someone said to me, well, actually, I'm looking for a job, I'd say, oh, what do you do? And where do you want to do it? And I probably, for 99.9999999% of the people that I've met at, them at the gym, would say, I, what I would think to myself is, okay, you're not for me, because my jobs are so specific, but I know everybody, right? Uh, um, well, actually, I don't know everybody, but I know all the guys who run all the, the big businesses here in town that have the great, I know the smallest number of people that have control over the largest number of jobs, right? Yeah. Um, and and I uh, honestly, I've probably only heard 10 times in my life, particularly at home. Now, home is only 7,000 people in Fredericksburg or at Pebble Beach. The chances of someone saying, well, I'm doing that, but I'm looking for a job is, is zero for me. But it has happened when I've been at work, when I've been at a client, when I've been at a big city and so on. And I just think we're missing the opportunity to tell people. And that's how you do it. You say, well, actually, I do X and I'm looking for other opportunities. And then people raise their eyebrows and go, oh, what are you looking for? Well, guys, we have a podcast for that. What do you want to do and where do you want to do it? You know, one of my kids has a disability, and so I need to be closer to home. My wife and I are both looking to be closer to home because we've got two or three hours a week where we need to be two or three hours every other day for each of us where we have to be home um, before 5 o'clock. You know, shoot, that's fine. I, I don't have any problem with that. But people just, oh, well, I don't want to tell people what the reason is I'm searching for. Oh, okay. There's a uh, thorough quote that most people, most men live lives of quiet desperation. It's like, because you won't ask for what you want, you live in quiet desperation. Whereas if you asked for what you wanted, 
you could have that you you know if you are looking for a job where you can finish at two every other day and work from home you know work from home from seven till ten to make those hours up that you know bosses exist who will say yes to that but you've got to ask for it yeah all right the second thing you told us was go look what do you mean by that so this is one of my favorites so and nobody thinks about it anymore but it was the only way to job search after 1900 and sort of before the war because there was no there were letters but there was no fax machines and no email and no cell phones and all that stuff so what people would do was take their resume take their letter of recommendation and they would go to office blocks in big cities and they would start at the top or start at the bottom and knock on every office door and say i'm looking for work do you have a job now that takes some serious guts but that was the way you had to look for a job because it was the only way that that you could do that every day the paper doesn't come out every day with jobs there wasn't the internet all that kind of stuff And so one of the things you can do is go to places that are local to you and look at the names of the companies on the signs and the door plates. So if you know there's an office block near you, go into the office block. Normally the, the lobby is open and then there's a big sign by the elevators that says these companies are here. And you can take a quick picture with your phone or you can scribble them down. If there's a security guard, you can, and they ask you what you're doing, you can say, I'm looking, looking for, for a job, job and I, and I want to research these companies. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And they probably, as long as you're not doing it every day, they probably will ignore you. Well, it would help. It would help if you were in a suit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And you can look at the outside of the building and nobody will question you. And then you've got a whole bunch of companies you can look up. So one of the things I did while I was, while I was researching or thinking about this cast was I was, I, I looked on Google Earth. So I didn't even have to leave my desk. I went to Google Earth. And I looked for Wichita Falls, because that's one of my favorite cities, and just because I like the name. And there's a city national building that's 31 floors, and it's near the county courthouse. And then I Googled the addresses of the... Oh, I Googled that address to see which companies were there, and I only found three companies. It's 31 floors. Yeah. There's no way there's only three companies in, right. that, in that building. That's why you have to go look. Exactly. So... My strategy of not leaving my desk was useless. Yeah, and I, I did have a guy. I, I told a guy this once. There's a huge office building right here at the end of your subway stop. Go in and find out who's there. Oh, well, there's security there. I said, okay, go walk up. This was about three or four years ago. It was in San Francisco. And he said, yeah, there's security, and all I can do is walk into the lobby. I said, okay, fine. Go stand near the office directory Pretend to be on the phone and take a picture with your phone while you're on the phone, right? Yeah. Or put somebody on speaker, okay, and talk to them on the speaker of your phone right in front of the low slanted office directory and then change to your camera and take a picture with your camera two or three times if you need to be and pretend to be having a conversation about directions on how to, how to get somewhere um, or take a cup of coffee to the dang security guard. walk up to the guy and say i'm looking for a job i really want to work in this building can i take a picture of the the, of the directory yeah and since the directory is public information there is no reason for him to say no yeah well there is a reason there they they can draw the conclusion that almost any behavior is a security risk 
And depends on the person behind the desk, right? Mm -hmm. But look, look, there, you know, I, I think there is also a stigma of, well, you know, I work at a big company. I don't, I don't want to go to work at a small company. They're probably going to pay less. They're probably going to have a pension. Okay, well, now we're in the business of deciding what we want to do. And we're, it, people, again, this is the people narrowing things down and saying, well, I wouldn't do that, I wouldn't do that, I wouldn't do that. And it's funny, people do that to me, and they say, well, not that, not that, not that, not that. And I've given them five ideas. I'm like, okay, guess what? I'm not going to help you anymore. And what we know, what I know about job searching is the first thing is, is your network is the big thing. And, and look, we just hired Erica Samuels. She had to take a pay cut to come to work for us. She went from a gigantic company to one with 10 to 15 people. And she's going to be much happier working for us. Much happier. Mm -hmm. and, and what's interesting is she has a job in her own backyard now. She doesn't have a commute anymore. She works, she'll work out of her home. And I'm astounded by, again, by this sense of, well, I wouldn't want to go look. People talk themselves out of all these things. And I'd be willing to bet that there will be more people that will do what we say in this cast and will be like, it was unbelievable. And they will probably be slightly more desperate than some other people. And the vast majority of people will say, no, I wouldn't want to do that. Or there's not a job within five miles of my house that I could... I could sell my nice car and get a car that's somewhat less reliable because if, worst case, in two miles, I could walk to work, uh, mm -hmm. save myself all kinds of money in commute time and, and parking fees and gas and maintenance and so on, just because, well, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't do that. Gosh, you mean I have to go look at the building directory? Yeah, you do. And we don't even talk about it here. We have, we're going to talk about the yellow pages, but we don't even talk about the Chamber of Commerce. Oh, yeah. Which we had a whole cast about that. Yeah. A while ago. In, in, in my town, in Fredericksburg, if you're a business, you're in the Chamber of Commerce. Mm -hmm. Or the people in the Chamber of Commerce know no, every business in town. Yeah. And why wouldn't you say, well, I'm a lawyer, I work in San Antonio, and I'm looking for something new? And there are small companies that go, Wow, I've been looking for a lawyer for a while. Or, you know, wow, I've been looking for a guy who could do um, real estate deals for a while. And maybe they can't pay as much as the firm in San Antonio. No, but uh, you'll get a lot more flexibility. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And maybe they can't pay that as much, and maybe you're going to rule them out. And again, this is one of those things where if you have to make the same amount of money because you're spending all of your, all of your money because you're not saving all of your money, well, then you're not following some of our other, other guidance, which is live on less than you make, so you have some flexibility to take a job that improves your quality of life, perhaps, enormously. Yeah. Okay, I mentioned it. You said Yellow Pages. Yeah, so um, is it the Yellow Pages here? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. So. They don't really, I mean, most people, there are plenty of people who laugh. We're laughing right now because <laughs> the yellow pages are antiquated, right? They, yeah, yeah. They we used to have to use them, right? Be, yeah, back absolutely. when we had phone books and home phone numbers and so on. Yes. But they're still in the, if you, if you threw your copy away, they're still in the library. You can go, you can go read them. You can probably phone them up and say, I haven't got a copy. Please, can I have a copy? Because the way the yellow pages work is... Essentially, people pay to be in it, so the more people that receive it, the better for the Yellow Pages. So if you know what industry you want to work in, and you do, hopefully, then you can search on the Yellow Pages internet site or in the physical copy for those companies. So if you want to work as a computer consultant, look up Computer Consultant and look at all the local companies. And we, we just said, like, it might be less money, but I bet you it'll be more flexibility. Yeah, I, I also think that you can, if you want to work in your own backyard, you start talking to people and the word gets around. I mean, yeah. I was just in Sydney and somebody made the joke, Australia's a village. 
There's only 25 million people. And in fact, he was from Perth. And he said, there are three other people here from Perth in the Sydney conference. And I know two of them because Perth is only a town of a million people. And a million seems like a lot, but people's networks are can be fairly Amazing. robust. My, my mom was having a conversation with two people who live in the village where my mom lives. They're all part of the same women's group. And three of them, the three of them, all have children who live in San Antonio, in Texas. You're kidding. No. They had this big, you know, and they were all, they, you know, bragging about their children. Well, my child lives in, in Texas. Oh, really? Whereabouts? So does mine, San Antonio. And the three of them, oh out of this women's group of 80 people in a village in England, all have children in San Antonio. Well, on my flight home, uh, the young lady sitting next to me, 24-year-old young lady sitting next to me, had a prosthetic leg. And there are a number of ways that one might end up with a prosthetic leg, but um, she had a scar on her breastbone, maybe an inch below her, her, where her esophagus is. And I said, did you have cancer as a kid? And she looked at me with her eyes got real big. She says, yes. I said, is that how you lost her leg? She says, yeah. And she had, right there on her chest, she had uh, the scar for where a central line goes, where if you're taking chemotherapy, that's where they inject the stuff directly into your heart where there's a lot of blood so that the chemo, which is exceptionally powerful, particularly if it's experimental, can be diluted by a large percentage of blood. Whereas if you inject it into veins, chemo is so strong in many cases that it damages the veins. And I know that because Kate has a similar scar and we ended up becoming fast friends and she's getting ready to start her career. And um, because I paid attention, we know how to connection. And in fact, the flight attendants had been very uncomfortable with her because she had said, hey, listen, I have a prosthetic leg and I need to store it and everything. And the, the guy said, well, actually, I don't think there's room for that. I looked at her and said, oh, we'll make, I'll find, we'll, we'll find room. You know, I, I can do yeah. it. The flight attendant may not, but I can. And I said, you know, you need help in your career. You definitely will need help. Not because she has a prosthetic leg, but because she's 24. Mm -hmm. And every 24-year-old needs help Absolutely. in their career. And I, I'm consistently amazed by the number of people, again, I'm going back to my earlier point, and that people talk themselves out of the opportunities. And folks, I promise you, there is an opportunity that you would consider within five miles of your house. And as long as you believe that opportunities are elsewhere, you won't see the opportunities near you because you won't, you won't believe they exist. If you don't believe something's going to exist, I mean, the TV shows now about ghosts, about paranormal activities. The people on those shows believe ghosts exist. Mm -hmm. And so make things that aren't ghosts into things that seem like ghosts. Those of us who don't believe in ghosts, I'm not going to watch other than to laugh. Although I certainly understand why they call it paranormal activity. Because paranormal activity is all kinds of things um, that aren't ghosts. As long as you don't believe, you won't see. There's an old saying, um, you'll see it when you believe it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I wish we'd have more people write us and say, I got a local job because there's a corollary to that, which is you'll see it when you believe it. In other words, um, or you'll believe it when you see it. If you actually see it, if it actually happens, you'd be like, oh, that could happen to me. So, yeah, you'll start looking. Yeah, exactly. The other point I wanted to make about the Yellow Pages is lots of those local businesses that have local customers, they don't need to have websites. Yeah. Because they're... Customers are local and small companies generally have more customers than they need. And so if you're looking on Monster or Indeed or any of the job sites and that's the only place you're looking, 
you will not find those companies because one, they don't have websites and two, they're not advertising on the internet. Right. And some, somebody I spoke to recently who said, oh, I've been, I've been looking for four weeks and I haven't heard anything back. Well, one, he'd only sent out about 10 resumes. And two, the only place he was looking was Monster. And I was like, okay, now, well, that's your problem. You got to spread the, you got to yeah. spread out and you got to, you got to be upping your game. There's got to be more. You know, if you're thinking the Yellow Pages is silly, I can just Google. You probably can't. Right. Google, Google is your friend in a lot of ways, but in this case, it isn't. Uh, again, I'm surprised by the, the mentality that some people have of, well, there's not any opportunities. And then I showed a guy a couple of years ago. I was in Chicago. I was at the airport. He says, well, actually, I live in this little town, and there aren't that many opportunities. Says, What's your little town? And so we looked, and I did a, a, a zip code search, and there were like 200 opportunities. And you know what his response was then? Oh, there's so many. I'm like, so you're going to rule it out because there are too few. And then when you're showed at evidence that there are too many, then that's a problem too. It's like the old joke about, you just want a Ferrari. And the guy says, oh, shoot, I already have a small car. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and I think that's another reminder about network and the people who generally think that they're not going to find anything won't network. And the converse of that is the people who network are, are smiling and sticking out their hand. And yes, folks, it is a competitive advantage in the world today to smile and stick out your hand and say, hello, how are you? Oh, it's nice to meet you. I'm so-and-so. What is it you do? I do this. Oh, how interesting. I do this. And, and I'm actually looking for a job as well. And if you're uncomfortable doing that, feel free not to do it. But you're seeding jobs to people who will do it. And you might say, well, that's just not me. Okay, well then shut up already. Stop complaining about not being able to find a job because the single most powerful tool in doing this is in fact a local tool, which is the ability to smile and shake hands and say, hello, my name is so-and-so, I do X and I'm looking for a job. Yeah. And remember, if you're in my little town, I may not have a job for you. I, actually, I might, but I may not have a job for you, but I know people who do. And we go back to Yellow Pages and local and so on. And, and my network could become yours, depending upon how many people you're willing to stick out your hand and say hello and, and, and use a failure to find an opportunity or a, looking at a business and then running into somebody at the business go, yeah, actually, I was looking for jobs and I looked at you guys and that's yeah, not a thing. And then suddenly somebody else knows you're looking for a job. Yeah. yeah. Good. And la last thing, local paper. Yeah, and we tell people to read the local paper for a reason because it gets you clued up with going in, uh, going mm -hmm. what's going on in the local business. And it's not just the person wanted page. You have to read the whole thing because you're looking for things that give you hints that businesses are doing well. So businesses that are sponsoring schools or teams or local events have money because otherwise they wouldn't be doing that. Businesses right. who are winning awards are doing, you know, have good management. Otherwise, they wouldn't win awards. Those which are buying new buildings or buying new equipment, which is often in, in the local paper, just because, you know, the local paper needs news, those companies are probably doing pretty well. And that gives you an idea of not just what companies are out there, but now you're starting to separate them by their desirability, exactly. I guess. Every charity wants to be in the paper and at every charity function there's some wealthy person making a donation well where did they get their wealth okay. it may very well be local every construction opportunity is somebody expanding 
right? Generally, 90% of the time. Yeah. And there's a construction firm. And generally, construction firms are local because it's expensive to move heavy equipment all over the place, unless it's, unless it's a 100-story skyscraper. And so there again, there's another opportunity. And maybe they need lawyers, maybe they need IT people, maybe they need finance people, maybe they need salespeople. I know lots of salespeople who leave technology and go to something completely different or leave something completely different and go to technology. And they're being hired because of their sales skills, not because they necessarily know the business in many cases. Yeah, and you have to read the paper thinking, how might there be an opportunity in that? Rather than doing what you've been taught to do, which is, what's the news? Well, you're yeah. not looking for news, you're looking for opportunities. And how long does it take to send an email to somebody say, listen, I live in the area and I'm looking for opportunities and uh, I saw that ad about your expansion to this new office and I thought I'd check. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to send you a resume. Yeah. And they'll probably say no. And so will almost everyone else until, because you have a lot more opportunities, suddenly you get the job that you want in your own backyard. That's the lower big numbers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Good. So wrap us up. So the actions we gave you were network, go look, go look at the buildings, go look at the construction sites, go look, see what, what you can find, use the yellow pages and use your local paper to find opportunities. Yeah, again, I think and the network is the big one. I love Wendy's go look as well, just because it's so not obvious to people. And too many of us rule out too many opportunities because we're in the mode of ruling things out. We're looking for the one thing. We're looking for the rifle shot. But a search is, has two parts, getting offers and then taking offers. Let's not rule out every possibility to get an offer in return for the one perfect offer we want that we can't find. Let's make the search a process of whittling it down. And let's say, I'm gonna use all these opportunities. I'm gonna end up with, a, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna use all these resources. I'm gonna end up with a bunch of opportunities. And then I'm going to make a decision. But if your job, if you decide now that your job is to rule things out, you will constantly be telling yourself, no, 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 no. And that is not an abundance mentality. And you'll be less good at your search because of it. So a mindset change would be helpful as well, folks. Okay, thanks everybody. Bye everyone. Thanks, everybody. This is part of our series about job searching. Hope it was helpful. Stay in touch. Come ask questions on our forums, managertools.com forward slash forums. See you there. <laughs>